that coffee brew, let that air burn Meditating on my past and the lessons learned Wanna live life, wanna find me Wanna read the impressions of society Let that coffee brew, let that air burn Meditating on the past and the lessons learned Just wanna live life, just wanna be me Just wanna break these chains and become free Peace, peace, peace Peace to everybody out there that's listening. I hope everybody feeling good. I hope they loved ones good. And um, I'd like to welcome y'all to another episode of Talks with Mert, where we discuss mental health, emotions, spirituality, and the everyday trials of being a human being. Talks inspired by my own personal experiences and conversations I used to have with my mama. I am your host, Mert's son. And um, I guess all the election stuff going on this week had me thinking a lot about um, freedom. Um, just in general, I always think deeper than just, you know, the word. I started thinking about just my own personal freedoms and um, how I've been able to move about, you know, situations and things in my life. And um, I sat down and I started thinking about when is the last time, like, I felt this overwhelming sense of freedom to to really make a decision that could alter my life and I know that's crazy right like it's so <laughs> like I'm sitting around thinking about that but nah for real um and I thought about this time um I don't tell I never told anybody this story I don't think and if I have it's probably like one or two people um but it's when I was back there and I was practicing um activism I was out in activism um, this was around the time uh, Keith Lamont Scott, uh, Keith Scott uh, was killed um, in Charlotte. And, um, you know, everybody was rallying. Everybody was protesting. Um, I was downtown that night. Um, another brother was killed um, that night. Um, I don't know the situation, but I was there, um, you know, when he was killed, you know. And um, it was it was just wild. So during this time, I'm angry. Um, I'm filled with rage, but, you know, I'm filled with fear as well because, you know, just everything going around. This was in my city this time, um, so it felt different. Um, the the energy in the air was just different. Everything was just intense. You know, it was different from watching it on the news when it's going on somewhere else. It was happening right here in my backyard. Yeah, and um, I was part of uh, an organization, the Huey P. Newton Gun Club, and I had met some real cool people there and um, real people who are here like on the front lines, you know, fighting in the struggle, um, like the military the militant side of it. And they knew all of the the ins and outs on the militia and the gun training and just knowledge and protecting yourself. And it was a beautiful thing that time in my life hanging around those people. Um, but one of the nights um, they were protesting, um, they were putting together a group. Like, let's go downtown and let's go out here and protect our people that we see being uh, mistreated by the law in any kind of way. Because they had uh, started bringing the um, the National Guard in and everything. It was wild. So they was like, you know, let's go down there and protect our people from, you know, those people, the National Guard and the police or whatever. And, you know, then I, I got a little scared then. And I was like. Like, in my head, I'm like, nah, but I ain't want to show it out of fear. You know, how they might take it, you know, 
So I was like, you know, I was rolling with it. So plans made. Um, we get down there that night. And um, my brother had uh, tear gas masks for us and everything. Like we were really ready to go in there and do work and help. So, man, I was scared as shit. Um, I got kids. I got two babies, you know. So this is when I feel like something happening within myself. So I'm still going with it. And um, so we getting out the car and we getting ready to start walking. And I stopped and I'm like, you know, <laughs> this ain't for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And this goes back to what I always say about everybody got to play their part in the role. And I was realizing at this moment that this shit isn't me. It ain't me. It ain't me to go out here and go out here and put myself in the midst of, you know, the the fire and, and go out here and be in it. And this ain't my environment. Like, I don't know what the hell I'm about to do. Like, I don't even know what I'm about to get myself into. And then again, you know, right now I got, like, death on my mind. I was just in the city with a brother being killed. We down here because of a brother being killed. I know it's, it's, it's violence down here. And I'm like, you know... I ain't lived this kind of life. This ain't for me. I got two babies and I'm not finna be worried about, well, I ain't gonna be worried about anything if I'm dead. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, I never want to have my kids growing up without a pops. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I gotta go out here and and live, it's, gotta, it's gonna be living for me. And I know that seemed like, and this is another thing I was going through, like making this decision. So I'm gonna keep going. So, you know, and this is why you got to make sure that you're around people who who are really there. You're around real people, people who ain't going to make you feel no kind of way for making any type of decision. You know what I'm saying? They're going to respect it and they're going to let you live because I told them this and I still uh, talk to one of them to this day. Um, but I told them this and they ain't feel no kind of way about it. They was like, all right, cool, shit, I understand. Be safe, black man, you know? And I was like, in my head, I felt a lot of pressure, like, come off of me. I was like, you know, like, damn, like, in my head, that's it? Well, cool, like, I'm straight. So on this walk back to my car and this ride home, I start thinking about my life. Like, the decision I had just made was, was big to me on so many levels because this is... I felt like it was me going against everything what what black America or, or black people in general may may have said that I was scared or I wasn't going out there doing what I need to do for my people. I don't know, but I kept thinking about the what ifs and the thoughts and how people would think and feel if I were to say no and turn around. And, you know, I had to eliminate all that shit and think about, you know, my dreams right now my dreams is my kids because i hadn't really jumped back fully into my music and everything yet i'm still finding myself again this is during this time where i was coming out of my depression and you know i'm finding my place everything that i wanted to do i'm going out here and i'm, I'm testing it and frontline activism <laughs> wasn't it so <laughs> so you know i kept on living but um yeah that wasn't it but that night I went home and I came up with a song. If y'all go listen to my album, um, Moments of Clarity, that was the decision I made within myself that, you know, I know people out here 
a rah rah rah. They're angry and and they're mad for the way our people are being treated out here. I know this because I had just lived this my twenties. I was really really angry for a long time, and I had made up my mind I couldn't live that life no more. You know what I'm saying? I can't walk around and be the angry black man because the angry black man didn't get me nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And I tried to organize with some beautiful people and putting my anger into that wasn't it because I was about to end up in a situation where I was damn scared for my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what was going to happen to me that night. That ain't the type of environment I want to be in. I felt so much damn anxiety walking downtown. I was like, nah, this ain't this ain't my way to, to freedom. I didn't feel free at this time. I felt well, there was no pressure because I told you when I told them that, you know, this ain't for me. I got to I got to turn around. They were cool. But it was the pressure from what I'm thinking everybody would say or I'm thinking what the what the group would say because I'm hanging out with this, this organization now. You know, I had all these thoughts in my head. But at the end of the day, I got to go out here and do what's best for me. And the best thing right now, my baby's two and three. Like, nah, I ain't taking no chances of anything that's going out here that can possibly take me away from them. Like nothing. That's with nobody or nothing. Like I'm not doing that. I'm not taking no risk. So uh, you know, I, I gotta I gotta be up out of here, y'all. And that was that was love. And um I even had to sit back this week as I was reflecting on these things. I had to really give myself credit and it felt so weird. It feels weird saying this now because as people, we don't give ourselves credit. We don't give ourselves pats on the backs and it feels so awkward when we do. And I'm not the guy, I'm not good at accepting compliments. So accepting a compliment from myself is just, <laughs> it feels funny, but I'm really proud of myself that I had the the gut and the gall to go out here and take myself out of situations or lifestyles anytime that I felt it wasn't right or if it wasn't for me. And every time I follow my gut and every time I've done that, it led me to another place of freedom. And that's what I mean when I talk about freedom is setting myself up for a peace of mind, a peace of happiness where I can go out here and pursue my dreams with nothing telling me that I can't or not giving a damn about anything that that, that tries to tell me that that I can't go out here and do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go out here and live my life how I see fit, you know, for my family, for my kingdom, my universe that that I have. And I realize I've been doing that all my life. And I love that about myself. And I'm proud that I always did it. Um, even with um, religion, um, I was Baptist. I was raised Baptist. And um my grandma died when I was 18 and I stopped going to church like that. And I just stopped feeling, I think I was only going to church because of my grandma and my mama really wanted me to go. Um, I had did all the reading I could in the Bible. I had listened to all the sermons that I could and it just didn't move me. Um, and when my grandma died, I felt like that was like a, that was my, the, the door opening for me to go out and live new things. So um, that's how I came across Islam when I realized that uh, Christianity wasn't doing anything for me and I had to move. I came across Islam and that time in my life, 
um, I needed a one on one connection with God. And I felt like I couldn't get that one on one connection with God. I felt like there was a middleman or I can't remember the, the mind frame I was in at the time. <laughs> That's how it's been so while ago. But I, I wasn't getting that one on one God. I wasn't being fulfilled with the relationship with God. So Islam it was a beautiful time during my life. It's one of the most beautiful times in my life. I practiced Islam for five years. Um, it was beautiful. It taught me discipline. Um, it just taught me how to to love my woman. Um, but um, it taught me. Uh, the discipline was the biggest thing I got from it. The prayers, how to be disciplined and consistent with praying with God. Because I realized when I was um, with Christianity. Um, I wasn't praying like that. I was just going through the motion. I would pray <laughs> like most people do when they need something, when they're going through something. Lord, help me. Please let me, you know, these prayers. But I wasn't talking to God. I hadn't had no relationship with Islam. I found that relationship with God. And um, the only thing with Islam was when I started feeling strange with Islam, um, during this time I was getting, I was studying our history, black people's history. Um, deep into it, um, going back in the roots. And this is when I started getting angry in my 20s, started getting angry. I'm seeing all this that was happening to us because I didn't see it like that growing up. Um, I wasn't exposed to racism and stuff like that. I wasn't reading about it. My mom would tell me stories, and I would hear a lot of stories about her, and I um, have sense of it in, in uh, movies, those type of things, but I hadn't really experienced it real life. So with Islam... Um, during this time, I'm angry. I'm studying black history. I had came across that that uh, Muslims used to own slaves. And <laughs> that was it for me. You know, I tried to wrestle with it for, for months. I was like, I'm in love with Islam. I don't want to leave Islam, you know. But they enslaved my people. And I was battling with that because I had found that connection with God. But I was also, in a sense, trying to get free. You know what I'm saying? I had seen how we've been enslaved and how we've been treated for so many years. So I felt like I was doing the injustice to myself by staying part of something that was enslaving my people or enslaved my people before. So I ended up leaving Islam and I was just studying like uh, this African history and black uh, black America for just years and years and years. And um. I got in this mindset, this mindset, this is right when I had started activism um, after Islam. Um, I was just angry and I was just jumping, finding organizations, trying to get somewhere to. Um, I was marching. Um, I was out here joining political groups. Like I was really had my hands into a lot of stuff out here trying to find my place and how I can help out um, with the struggle. And um. Every time something happened to us in the news or every time something happened to us in the media, I embodied everything. Um, I felt like I couldn't live my own personal life because of the views of how black people would think or how black people would feel. Like when we boycott and stuff and oh, everybody don't go to Walmart and or, you know, don't do certain things. I forget which one it was when I first like, really tried to participate into it. It was a boycott. And um, I was involved in it, but um, I really needed to do something. I just can't remember what it was, but I really needed to do it. 
and everybody was against it at the time and I did it and I was feeling bad like oh my god I can't tell nobody and it was like <laughs> and it was so silly I'm like that doesn't matter like everything that happened um I looked at how they was calling black people how they called us for years um niggas um how we don't live up to our full potential how um we're only supposed to be dead by 21, 25, how um, we are a statistic, how um, we only go to prison or or, or dead or we the killers or we go to prison. All these things I was attaching to myself and I felt like I couldn't do anything, anything that was to happen in my life. I was either blaming it on white America or, you know, blaming it on the system, you know. And I'm I'm not going to sit up here and act like I don't talk about how effed up, you know, America is. Like, it's jacked up in the system and stuff like that. With the system with us, um, everything, education from top to bottom, like, is is bad for African-Americans. But I couldn't let that keep um, attaching to me. It was pulling me down. Yeah, I'm black, but I don't have every single one of those problems. Everything that's affecting our people is not affecting to me, affecting me. And this is when I started um, becoming more spiritual in my life. So I'm realizing that I can't keep attaching all these things to myself and still grow because I can't feel like I'm living in a prison. I'm walking in a prison. I can't feel like that. I have to grow. I can't feel like I can't go out here and succeed because I'm a black man. You know what I'm saying? It's like like it's not destined for me. Like it's. It's not for me. It's not possible. And I'm like, hell no. Like, ain't no limitations on what I can go out here and do. Ain't no limitations on me because of the color of my skin. Ain't no limitations on me because of there's these big percentages that our people are being locked up at and killed at. Like, yeah, it's happening to our people, but that's I can use that as motivation to go out here and be. Go out here and live. Not just exist. Not just be another statistic. Not... Just be another nigga or be everything that they call us in the media. Somebody who, people who ain't taking care of their kids. Ignorant. I don't have to be none of these things. I don't have to be. I can go out here and live and be everything that I always wanted to be. Everything that I wanted to do. I can go out here and take control of all of that. And I won't be held down by all of the the negatives that they put upon, you know, black people. Um that's when I realized what freedom was to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, as a people, you know, we're trying to get free. Yeah, we're trying to get to where we're treated equally all across the board. That's right. But during this time, I still have a life of my own. Or I can go out here and liberate my bloodline, break generational curses, feel free, live my dreams, accomplish things that my ancestors didn't get to do, accomplish anything that that pops in my head that I'm passionate about. I'm about to go get it. And um, it feels good to know that I'm headed and I'm moving in the right way because it's moves that are being made off of how I feel, not of nobody else's. I'm not making moves off how nobody might feel about me or what they might think about me or, or any of that. I'm out here doing what's best for myself and my family. That is my freedom. 
That is what wakes me up in the in, in daytime. And that's what drives me to move me throughout my day. And, you know, I'm passionate and I'm happy about that. That all the goals and the dreams that I'm chasing there for me and all of the things that I'm passionate about within the black community or within humanity at all. Because I love humanity as a whole. I love my black people, but, you know, I care and love everybody. So anything that I see wrong, you know, in humanity that I'm passionate about, you know, along my journey, I want to do whatever I can to help out in those areas. And music is just a tool. This podcast is is just a tool. Um, I had in religion and all of these things that I witnessed and lived in my life were just tools. And I had to come to that in my head. That everything that we experience in this life is just a tool. We can't get so attached and and caught up in it. That's why I had to learn for myself. And, you know, if anybody listening and you can relate, I hope you learn from that as well. Um, But that's what freedom, that's all the thoughts I was having about freedom this week. It's just a freedom that I had to go up here and determine on my own. And I had to give myself a pat on the back that, you know, throughout my life, anytime that something didn't feel right to me or anytime I felt like I was being limited or I couldn't grow, I removed myself from it and I went and did what I needed to do to to elevate and to blossom. Um, I was going to get into a whole nother spill about, you know, society, um, how we have to go out here and really reshape how we view everything and how we feel about everything. Um, that's what I had to do. Um, everything that society say we should be, how they say we should feel. Um, you gotta, I had, I had to go dig into my own feelings, to my own thoughts and figure out what moves me. And those are the things that I focus on. And then I'm passionate about not what society feel like I should be doing or feel like I should be putting my time and my money into like, nah, man, I'm my own, I'm my own individual, my own free man. I can go out here and do as I please. I can go against society to go out here and live my life. And it's going to be challenges for freedom. It may not be from the government. It may not be from any, the systematic oppression. It may not be from anything. Anytime you're trying to experience growth or release change from yourself, it's going to be some type of friction. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be some type of change because we're used to a certain way of living. We're used to a certain way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? And you got to break those things in order to keep moving, in order to keep growing, in order to get a step closer to your freedom. And that's what I try to go out here and do on a day to day. Um, It's keep breaking chains so I can keep growing, keep living, keep getting free. Um, Yeah. But I feel good, and I hope everybody out there is feeling good. I'm about to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, Any change that you want to see in this life begins with self. Believe in yourself. Be patient with yourself and watch self blossom. And um, y'all go out there and get free, man. Define your own freedom. Be you. Um, Do what you got to do to be you. Much love. Peace. Let that coffee brew, let that air burn Meditating on my past and the lessons learned Wanna live life, wanna find me Wanna read the impressions of society Let that coffee brew, 
let the L burn Meditating on the past and the lessons learned Just wanna live life, just wanna be me Just wanna break these chains and become free